what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. There are entrepreneurs that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They are creating businesses that really add value to others, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind with Chris Cooper. If you're looking for ways to develop your entrepreneurial spirit while you contribute to a better world, you'll want to stay tuned for the next hour. Now, here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of BeMoreAchieveMore.com and CC1Consulting.com and delighted to be back with you again for another week. And, and my guest today is uh, Frank uh, Furness and we're talking about uh, the social media revolution and the, the best new ways to promote your business. Now, I wonder, are, are you using social media and online to really effectively connect and promote to your customers? Now, with ever-increasing bandwidth, such tools as audio and video, they're creating really richer ways to deepen the engagement with online customers. Um, today, we're going to explore those things and how to sell effectively to the new generation of online buyers, and also the importance of aligning your content and online technology to your sales and marketing strategy. Um, as you may hear, um, our guest today is from South Africa and is a motivational and after-dinner speaker. And he's spoken um, incredibly in 52 countries, I believe. Now, I imagine he's probably got more stamps on his passport than the average pilot. As he's a specialist in sales, uh, technology, social media and goal setting. And Frank is also a past president of the Professional Speaking Association of Europe and chair of the international peg of the National Speakers Association in the USA. He's got so many accolades. It's uh, quite amazing reading his resume. He's, these include things like uh, Toastmasters, top five humorous speakers in the UK, um, a listing in the USA in Meetings and Conventions magazine as one of the top 10 most sought-after speakers. And in 2011, he was inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. He's been a guest on many TV and radio shows. His YouTube channel is actually watched by millions of people. Um, so we'll be exploring that, I'm sure, in the, in the conversation today. Uh, he coaches top sports people on public speaking, and his delegates have attended his speakers' boot camp on five continents – his clients include the British Olympic team, Professional Cricketers Association, and Sport England. He has an internet marketing business with apparently 72 websites marketing various products. And his books, Walking with Tigers, Success Secrets of the World's Top Business Leaders, and How to Find New Business and Clients, they're international bestsellers. 
Now, Frank's just returned from Australia in the Far East. Um, he's um, tells me he's got a cold after 11 flights in three weeks. Uh, I'm not surprised. Um, welcome, uh, Frank, and I hope the paracetamol is helping. Hey, thanks so much. Grace to be on the uh, show, and uh, yes, sort of holding the cold back again, and fantastic to be on your show, Chris. Welcome. Maybe there's a new product there that you could market. Well, I've, I found a good one in America. It's called Airborne, and I normally take that before and after I fly, but I neglected to do it this time. <laughs> that sounds better than wearing something like a, a you know, a, a diver's helmet or something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, um, I, I know that um, obviously you're from South Africa and you live in the UK, and I, I always thought um, that South Africa was a, a really great sporting nation. You've got great rugby and cricket teams. I mean. What happened during the Olympics? Um, did you see yourself as an honorary Brit? Well, I think I am an honorary Brit. I've been here 20 years now, but uh, whenever England plays, I'm supporting them. But when South Africa's there, my heart is still there. In fact, my son just phoned me. He's at the Oval today watching South Africa against England. He's supporting South Africa, of course, and uh, his girlfriend, England. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. I think they relegated us to second in the world, I believe, recently. I know, you know that half of the English team is South African, so we're all over the place, but uh, I am an honorary Brit, I love the place, I think we've done an incredible job with the Olympics. It's been, been amazing, hasn't it? What a pleasure um, to, to watch. So um, let's, uh, let's move on to and talk about social media, I know you're such an expert in this area, and I'm just really interested, maybe to start off with, you know, how, how do you define social media? Some people just see it as Facebook and Twitter, I mean, how, how do you um, view it? Well, for me, if we look at traditional media, that's the news, the TV, that kind of thing. Social media really spreads it way, way more because uh, it includes things like blogs. It's got content communities like YouTube where you can go before. It would cost you an absolute fortune to, to get onto TV. Now you can be a TV star pretty quickly and pretty cheaply. Uh, social networking sites like Facebook, business networking like LinkedIn, and there's a lot more. So really, for me, social media is a way of you getting your message, your personal or your company message out there in a whole lot of different formats. Uh, so it's a, it's, it's a very broad range of mediums then. Oh, absolutely. There's so many. And the thing is, with companies, it's not just using one medium. It's using all of the mediums. Hmm. Uh, so, 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 I mean, um, how many mediums are there, just out of interest? Oh, there's hundreds, absolutely hundreds. But the the essential four are, of course, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. You've got to be using those four, uh, especially for search engine optimization. Uh, Facebook and Twitter. So that's that's in terms of optimizing, um, optimizing uh, people be able to search for you in the in the key places. Yeah, I mean, anyone listening now, if they have to go onto Google virtually anywhere in the world and type in sales technology speaker, because that's how I want to be found, uh, I'm not only number one on Google, I absolutely dominate the first page, and that'll be China, Japan, Hong Kong, you name it, I dominate the first page. And the reason why is because of social media, because I, I have a phrase, the sales technology speaker, I have that phrase embedded into every one of my profiles in social media, into every one of my videos. So that helps me to actually dominate. I own the first page of Google for that phrase, and any company can do exactly the same. So a really important message, though, already is about maybe defining that phrase, that key, those keywords, and making sure that you're consistent throughout 
uh, your various promotional vehicles? Yeah, when I speak to businesses, I do a lot of work with CEOs, and then I'll say to them, you've got to, you can't own it for every phrase. Choose one three-word phrase where you want to own the first page of Google. And a lot of people come up with what they think is good. Then I'll say to them, go and ask your customers what they would type in, because sometimes it's totally different, because you could come up with a phrase that nobody's looking for. And then go to places like uh, using the Google free keyword tool or word tracker and see how many times people are actually looking for that phrase. So it's really, really important to find that phrase before you go and optimize it and before you get it into every social media site. Um, I guess also that you may be, you, you could also get some good insights from your customers about what that phrase is because, uh, you know, a, a number of us, I guess, are probably quite chameleon like in the type of work that we do. Uh, and maybe, Maybe our customers could actually help us pinpoint exactly uh, that key phrase, perhaps. Uh, it, it's brilliant because they sometimes come up with things that we would never, ever think of. And also, I think it's a great way of just touching our customers again. I, I've always believed in a 10-touch plan. How do you touch your customers 10 times a year? The easiest way is with a newsletter. And, of course, this is a great way to just contact all of them and say, listen, what would you type into Google? Great, great, great idea. So... so for those people who currently aren't really into social media, and I sometimes meet people who say, oh, I haven't got, I haven't bothered with Twitter, I don't have a Facebook page, um, you know, why, why should they bother? Well, you know, it's, it's the thing of the future. If you're not going to get into it, you're losing out massively. It's not should we use social media, it's how well should we be using social media because really what it does, it helps us to gather, engage sell and also monitor what is being said about our company, our, ourselves, our business, monitor what's happening with our competitors. Are they having any specials on? Monitor what's happening with our clients. I have a client in Sydney and uh, they use a little tool called Twilert and they monitor what their top 10 clients are saying. And uh, one of their clients actually tweeted that they'd got a contract for a new power station salesman phoned them straight away and the client said how did you know it hasn't even gone out on a, a news release yet they said well we saw it on the tweet the company went in and they got the subcontract worth millions and millions of dollars so i like to think of it as the the sort of seven c's because it's all about conversation how do you chat to people collaboration how do you collaborate it's all about getting your content out the c's for content convenience 24-7. People can read, they can watch, they can listen, they can do it in their own means whenever they want to. You've got massive, massive coverage over here. You can customize, that's the sixth C, and then also calculation. You can go in and you can use tools to see how many people are coming into your website, what pages they're looking at. So for me, you have to get into social media, especially in business. Wow. So, so the, the content... Do you want to just run through those in a little bit more detail as the content, convenience, and, and customer? Yes, so the seven C's, the first one is seven conversation. Yeah. So conversation is you getting out there, speaking to your clients. The second C is collaboration. How do you collaborate with people? And there's many different ways of collaborating. The third C is content. And this is, the people are, the internet is all about great content. Are you writing articles? Are you doing new videos? Are you doing new audios? I mean, people listening right now, it's all about content. The fourth C is convenience. And this is giving people the things the way they want it. Some people like to read things. They read the text. Some like to listen, like we're doing right now. And some people like to watch. So you're giving them that on uh, YouTube. But it's also giving it to them when they want it, when it's convenient to them. It might be 1 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock at night, 
And then coverage, I mean, using all of the social medias, now there's so many ways you can get the same message out. And then you can customize things to suit your clients. If some of your clients want a video email, you can send them a video email. If they want to be sent an email once a week or if they want to get a video once a week, you customize it for them. And then, of course, the seventh C is calculation, is finding out what is working for you, what isn't working, what should you change on your website. So the seven C's for me works absolutely fantastically. Fantastic. I think I'm actually missing one. I've got conversation, collaboration, content, convenience, coverage, and calculation. And customization. Customization, that's the one. That's the one, yeah. Fantastic. And from your perspective, um, what what are the um, biggest challenges when it comes to really understanding and effectively utilizing social media to connect with your customers? I've only got a couple of minutes, so we'll, we'll continue after the break. Uh, the biggest challenge really is getting CEOs and people at the top to buy into it. I speak to CEO groups all over the world, and a lot of them have no clue about it, and they've got um, sort of bad cons- – they don't know what Twitter does for them. They don't know how Twitter's going to work for them uh, and how that message is going to work. So the biggest thing is the lack of understanding. And do you find that particularly with – with, with, with corporate clients, when you say... Oh, absolutely, with, with corporates and especially with the CEOs. That's why I speak to CEOs and I also tell them that it's not their job to be doing it. It's their job to have an understanding and then either outsource it or find that propeller head or that marketing person who's going to make it all happen. But they've got to drive it from the top. I mean, I, I spoke uh, a couple of weeks ago in Sydney and when I got there, I was going to speak on social media and they banned all of the social networks. I couldn't get onto Facebook. I couldn't get onto Twitter or anything. And they had to go and open it up so I could actually show people what I was talking about. That's re- really interesting, isn't it? I, I was recently with a with an organization and um, we were talking about trust. And uh, they'd done the same thing. They sort of banned everything. So people couldn't Facebook and Twitter and things like that in their, in their own time. Everything was locked up. Um, and, uh, you know, I had to raise the question what that really was. Uh, yeah, I think it's absolutely crazy because, I mean, if you don't trust your people to do things, uh, they're, they're going to be doing it outside of work anyway. So you've got the wrong people or you've got the wrong leadership. Fantastic. We're going we're to go to a commercial break now, but after the break we'll talk about um, the best ways to really connect with clients online. So we'll be back with you in a couple of minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. Stock prices plunging, home prices receding, and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. 
Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of bemoreachievemore.com and cc1consulting.com. I'm with my guest today, um, Frank uh, Furness. Um, we're talking about the social media revolution and the best ways to promote your business. Uh, so, Frank, um, what, what do you think, then, are the best ways to, to really connect with clients online? Well, the first thing is you've got to have a great website. And uh, most people don't see the website as a, a sales tool. It is a sales tool. You've got to have new content all the time. And there's actually four people involved in getting a website together. One is your webmaster that makes it look good. The second person is someone that writes good sales content. You've got to have good content. The third one is someone that gets it seen. You can have the best website in the world. If nobody sees it, pretty useless. Uh, and the fourth one is someone that measures the traffic. If they're coming into certain pages and just clicking out, pretty pointless. So the first thing is your website. And then you've got to connect in all of the other medias as well. Uh, the big four, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, for me, is the new cold calling. In the old days, we'd go down to the Chamber of Commerce, we'd shake hands, we'd meet people, we'd connect with them, and we'd do business that way. Now we do it online, and you don't need your local Chamber of Commerce. Well, you still do, but this way, you've got every Chamber of Commerce, you've got everyone anywhere in the world. LinkedIn is huge. I do business internationally, so you've got to use LinkedIn. YouTube, for me, is a great way of you getting your visual message out there, because people connect more with audio and visual than any other medium. So YouTube is absolutely incredible. And Twitter, Twitter, of course, there's a lot of ways that you can use Twitter. And a couple of quick things that you should be using with Twitter is if you're a business, follow your top 10 clients. Also, follow your top 10 competitors. What are your competitors tweeting about? What are they saying out there? And then, of course, you've got Facebook. And Facebook... uh, For me, it's two separate things. The one is for me and my friends, and the other one is my business. So I would say those are the big five ways to connect with clients online, your website, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. You you make a really good point there about the the, the four people who need to help you with your website. And it's interesting because I'm going to have a new website uh, this year, mine are getting a bit old. And uh, so I got somebody who was very good at sales copy to have a look at it. And uh, I must admit, I needed a stiff drink afterwards. <laughs> well, I tell you, Chris, pe- let, let people take a look at my website. It's fr- www.frankfurness.com. And I, I got a company called advenzia.com to do it for me. And mine had been about eight years old. And we spent the last year redoing it. It's 500 pages, but it is absolutely phenomenal. Just take a look at it and see some of the things. I mean, I've got 300 videos on there. I've got all kinds of things. It is just a great website. Wow. Yes, there's only a lot, a lot of content there. And you, you dig, dig into it. And that, that's good. So, so I think that's, I mean, that's an important thing. I've got a lot of people probably, you know, add their own copy. And uh, there's an interesting point came across, you know, you've got, you, uh, you, you 
If, uh, also, if you've got copies, to make sure that you don't wheel over it, which was quite an, an interesting <laughs> bit of feedback. Um, make- I mean, the thing is, with your website, it's got to be about your customers. What's in it for them? Why should they use you rather than anyone else? The worst websites are, I'm fantastic, I'm wonderful, you know, but the client doesn't really care. All they want to know is, I've got a problem, can you solve it, and why are you the best person? And is that on the first page of your website? Yeah, correct. Well, let, let's um, let's have a conversation about um, you know sort of blogging and writing and writing articles and things. And I wonder, you know, how how do you best market yourself or business when it comes to things like article writing and. Well, article writing, you know, the Internet is all about new information, and the easiest way is by writing articles and getting that information out there. Now, the great thing about articles is when you write an article, your three-keyword phrase, remember always as we go through this year, that three-keyword phrase has got to go everywhere. So for me, it goes into the subject line of the article, it goes into the first paragraph, it goes into the last paragraph. A lot of the places you can add some keywords or tags. And the most important thing at the end of your article, you've got, if you want more information, phone Frank at this number and your website address. And it's got to have the HTTP, that link back to your website. Now this one article, here's the life cycle of an article. First place it goes is onto your website. So there's new content. Firstly, your customers are going to come back. And more importantly, Google is going to come back because it's looking for new content. That same article you now put onto your blog. So you've got great content for your blog. LinkedIn, you go and you put it onto LinkedIn News. You then go to Facebook, put it onto your Facebook business page. You then move on to Twitter, and you promote that article with Twitter. You tweet, I've got a new article on how to close more sales or how to find new business. You then take that same article, and you put it into article directories. And for me, the two biggest article directories are goarticles.com and ezine.com articles.com just get them onto those article directories then you can record that same uh, article for audio you can do the same thing for video now you video it and you get it onto YouTube so just think of all of the different ways online that one article has got a huge life then you go offline you go to the local magazines think about where your clients hang around what magazines do they read what newspapers do they read My speciality is offshore banking and finance. So many years ago, I went to a newspaper called International Wealth Creation. I said, uh, can I get an article to you? They said, no. No means yes, not right now. I sent them another article. And soon, I had my own column in a newspaper that went out to 42 countries. Wherever I go, I look for associations. Every association has its own uh, magazine. Send those articles to the the associations, to the trade bodies. Go to your local newspaper. Everyone is looking for content. So for me, one article does huge, huge things for exposure and building your brand. Wow. So that, I mean, what you're really highlighting is the, you know, the discipline of kind of leveraging that article. I bet so many people just write an article or put it on easy and articles and leave it or put it in a blog and leave it. So you're really leveraging it, aren't you? Oh, and I think that's the biggest thing because you've got one article. The life cycle of that article is huge. I've got it into magazines all over the world. Uh, it's just so easy to do, but most people just think, okay, let me get it into easy articles and my, my website or my blog. You know, recording it, getting it onto YouTube and all of the other places, are, it just works fantastically. I mean, I was flying to Dubai once, pulled out that magazine in front of me on Emirates, 
And I thought, wouldn't it be great to get into this, this magazine? Got there, phoned the editor, and a couple of months later, I had a full page. Now, to pay for something like that would cost you tens of thousands. If you've got an article that suits their client base, it's free. And how many articles would you produce, for example, in a, a month? Or what was the frequency that you would recommend people adopt? I would say at least one a week. Try to do one article a week. And it doesn't have to be long, but it just has to have good, good content. The biggest thing is got to have great content. And don't try selling. If it looks anything that's salesy, people are not going to buy it. Uh, if you're giving them some great content, they see you as the specialist, and they will then go to the links and buy your products or services afterwards. Yeah, good. good. Um, and how, how long should that be? I mean, so do you have a view in terms of number of characters or that you try and write? I try and do between 600 and 1,000 words. Yeah. So a couple of pages. Yeah. Keep it reasonably reasonably brief. And, and the other thing is once you've written that article, you can then put it into a book or an e-book and sell that. Yeah. Great. Now, now I know that you're, also, you're a really big fan of um, audio, and particularly you know, video. Um, what's your advice on how people should use these? The thing is, people retain information far better with audio and video than any other modality. And for me, the biggest thing is YouTube. Well, firstly, YouTube is the second biggest search engine. So if you're not on YouTube and if you don't have a, a YouTube channel, you're losing out massively. What it does, it gets all of your content to your market. Great thing you can use their bandwidth to host any videos you put onto your website uh, or your blog. Uh, and it's pretty easy and quick to do. So anyone who's listening right now, if you don't have a YouTube channel, the very first thing you've got to go and do is get that YouTube channel. And don't name it after your business. Name it after keywords. So if you go and look at my YouTube channel, it's not called Frank Furness. Nobody knows Frank Furness. Nobody's looking for Frank Furness. It's called Sales Tips. So if you're a local, say, a lawyer in Denver, call it uh, Denver Lawyers or Legal Advice Denver. Call it by those three key words. And again, try and get content on there. I try and get at least two videos onto YouTube a week because it, people are watching more video than anything else. Wow, I mean, interesting. How you, what you're describing, the way that you do your your business, is you know requires um, a lot of discipline, doesn't it? To to write articles every single week and really leverage them um, when you're busy. YouTube, um, each you know couple of videos per week. Um, how, how do you how have you developed this uh, self discipline to be able to do this? Well, for me, it is part of the marketing of the business. In the old days, we had a marketing department. We had full-time marketing people that were trying to get the message out there in very expensive ways that weren't hitting a, a lot of people. This way, it's way, way cheaper. Think of this as your new marketing department. And I would say the first thing you've got to do is get that three-keyword phrase into every one of your social media sites. Now, that's going to take a little bit of time. It's going to take maybe a week or so. But after that, I spend about two to three hours a week. That's all I do each week. My main business is speaking. So every week, I just spend two to three hours just updating. Um, and the more you do it, the easier it becomes. I can do a video. I can get everything done within an hour. Uh, I can write an article on the airplane, you know. So it's just fitting. We've all got lots and lots of free time, but you've got to make at least two to three hours to do this each week. 
And, and do you have a view in terms of you know the quality of those? Can you use a, an iPhone or something, or, or would you use a more sophisticated tool? To uh, for for videos, yeah. um, well, I've tried a lot of things. Sometimes I would just use an, an iPhone. The challenge with most cameras is the sound. The sound is not great. So I've tried a lot of cameras. I've got one semi-professional camera, but it's pretty big to lug around. The best camera I would recommend anyone buys for, for videos is a little camera called the Zoom, Z-O-O-M-Q3 HD, the Zoom Q3 HD. Now, what this is, it's actually a professional microphone with a video built into it, and they sell for around $300, and it's what rock bands use to video themselves. So the most important thing about this camera is the sound. The sound is absolutely fantastic. And then you get HD quality with the video as well. And, I mean, at $300, it's a no-brainer. Fantastic. I think I shall be uh, investing soon after the show. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an expensive show. A lot of people are going to be spending a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> We've got about um, about three minutes before we go to another commercial break. I wonder with your YouTube site and how, and you may have partly explained it with your keywords, sales tips, but how, how have you come to get several million hits on YouTube? Well, the thing is, Chris, a lot of people make videos for YouTube and then they say to me, I'm only getting four or five uh, hits. Nobody's watching it. So there's a couple of things you need to do to get your video seen. YouTube based it on a number of things. So yes, some of the things, keywords, you've got to get the right kind of keywords. Likes, you've got to get people to like your videos. You've got to get people to subscribe to it. The more subscribers you have, the better they like you. And then, of course, views. So here's a couple of points. If you've got a pen and paper, write these down. The first thing is uh, do some research to get your key phrase. So let's say my key phrase is sales technology speaker. I would just go into YouTube and I type a search on sales technology speaker or maybe accountant in, in Dallas, and I'll see which videos come up. I then look for the videos that have got hundreds of thousands of views. Click into that video and just below the video is a little thing that says more. If you click on more, it will show you all of the keywords and why YouTube loves it. All you need to do is copy most of those keywords, the ones that are most relevant, and put it into your keywords. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. So the first thing is doing the research to get the right keywords. The next thing is once you've got your video, rename your video with that key phrase before you upload it. If it's going to be get more sales, if that's what your video is going to be about, call it getmoresales.mov because that's going to help you. Let's say it's get more sales. Put that same key phrase, put it into your subject line, put it into your description, and put it into your tags as well. Now, you can see what I'm doing. I'm taking a key phrase, and I'm putting it in everywhere because if you can imagine Google's coming and scraping and it's finding this key phrase all over, and especially on YouTube. So... The content also on that video must be what you're speaking about. If I'm speaking about get more sales, I'm not going to speak about branding or anything else. I've got to speak about getting more sales. Once you've got that video up onto YouTube, then you go and you share it with all the social media sites. So you go and tweet, take a look at my new video. You go to LinkedIn and you'll say, well, yes, three ideas on getting more sales. By the way, take a look at my video and give them a link to your video. 
Uh, you then go to Facebook and say to everyone on Facebook, here's the latest video. You go to dig, you go to stumbled upon. You then take that same video and you put it onto your blog. Now, once again, it's the same as the articles. It's It's got a life cycle of its own. Once you've made that video, it, it just spreads like a spider. Promote it with Twitter, get it onto LinkedIn. Then look for similar kinds of videos. So again, mine was going to be, let's say it's make more sales. I would type that keyword in, look for all of the other videos on making more sales, like them, because again, it's about being interactive, so I'd like all of those. Comment on those videos. This is a great video. I've learned two or three new things. Why not take a look at my sales channel called Sales Tips? And the best thing, you know, once you've got a video, if you look on the right-hand side, is a whole lot of related videos. If you want to get onto the right-hand side, get onto a video with a lot of views, and where it says comment, click on it, put in video comment, and now you link your video to that video. So in a couple of weeks' time, somebody's watching that video with hundreds of thousands of views. Yours is on the right-hand side. People glance over. They click onto it. And that's how you get your hits and your views on YouTube. Wow. How cool is that? That's very helpful. Great. Well, we're, we're going back to another commercial break, and uh, we shall continue the conversation with Frank after the break. But um, yeah, thank you, Frank. That's um, some really great tips there. I feel. Great. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Is your business ready to get started in social media? If you've already made that plunge, where do you stand right now? Are you using it to stay ahead of your competition? Or are you feeling a bit lost? Tune in to Social Media Pearls with host Shirley Williams. Shirley and her guest experts are here to answer your questions as well as focus on areas where you should have questions. It's everything you've always wanted to know about using social media for business. It's Social Media Pearls, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and is the co-founder of BR Public Relations, who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to The Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of bemoreachievemore.com and cc1consulting.com. I'm delighted to be with Frank Furness at the moment, and we're talking about the the best new ways to promote your business. If you're really quick and you've got a question for Frank, um, feel free to info. Enter, so you send me an email uh, to chris at bemoreachievemore.com, and we'll do our very best to answer it if we can. So, um, Frank, I wonder. Uh, we were chatting about um, uh, we were chatting about YouTube. 
Um, how, how can you um, best develop online videos to market your products and services? I mean, have you got some tips on actually producing the content? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the thing is, you've got to make it interesting. It's, it's either got to be funny, quirky, or just have some great, valuable content. I mean, if you want to get a good example, just go to YouTube and type in Willet Blend. There's a company called Blendtec. And they just sold normal kinds of blenders and then they went viral on YouTube and they've now got tens of millions of hits. And they blend anything. They blend iPhones, they blend iPads, marbles, you name it. But now think about that. Somebody watches that and they want a blender, they're going to go and buy it. To have got that sort of exposure anywhere else, it would have been absolutely impossible. So think about how you can make it interesting, quirky. Yes, some other things as well is the length must not be longer than two minutes. Most people have an attention span of about two minutes. If you watch any movie or soap or anything, every about 30, 40, 50 seconds, they'll be changing scenes. They'll be going to town. Then they'll be going to the river and they'll go to another scene all the time. So two minutes should be the maximum length. Also, a great way to, to get it done is what I call, same as websites, one-page websites, is problem solution and action so uh, one of the things I sell is business card scanners from one of my websites so on the video I would have a, a my desk piled with stacks and stacks of business cards and I'd say is this what your desk looks like you've got all of these business cards and you don't have the time to scan them you don't want to write them in so that's the problem the solution, here's a tiny little business card scanner, and then I'd show them how the business card scanner works. And just think about it with video. You can show them. They can see it working. Uh, I can have screenshots for them. And then the action will be, well, if you want to buy this, just click on the link below. Now, here's one of the things with YouTube as well. The very first line of your description has got to be your website address because that's the one thing that they see on just about any laptop or computer They'll see the video, and just below it is the first line. A lot of the times, I also just do a sort of sweeping motion or point to my feet and then say, just click on the link below. So there's the third thing that you've got to do with your videos is have a call to action at the end of it. So remember, problem, solution, action, and that call to action, telling them to do something. Most people make videos, and they don't have any call to action. It's just a video for the sake of a video. Let's have a look again at some of the equipment we use. I've mentioned the Zoom camera, and uh, I've got a great little tripod as well. It's, it's based on tent technology, and it's light and easy, so I'm going to go and watch some of the Paralympics tomorrow, and it's, it folds up tiny. It's as light as anything, and that's called a zip shot. Just go and Google that, Z-I-P-S-H-O-T. Uh, and then I've got a little light uh, it's called a camera bright, C-A-M-E-R-A-B-R-I-G-H-T. And the other thing I take with me all over the place is a little extendable, uh, almost tripod. If I'm videoing myself or if I'm doing a video interview, I put it onto the camera. And that's called a quick pod, Q-U-I-K-P-O-D. So that's my essential equipment I carry around with me. If we think about software, there's a, quite a bit of software I use. The easiest and the simplest for most people listening now is Sony Vegas. You can buy Sony Vegas for around $50, and it just works fantastically. It's so easy to use. Uh, another one similar to that is from Pinnacle, uh, Pinnacle Pro. If you want to get a bit more complicated, 
If you go and take a look at my YouTube channel, Sales Tips, on the very first page, you'll see a video of me introducing myself, and it looks like I'm in a television studio. And, and if you have a look at a lot of my videos, you'll, it looks like I'm standing in a live TV studio and different TV studios. Now, a lot of that is done at my office with a green screen, and over there I use a little bit more sophisticated software. There I use some software by Adobe called Visual Communicator 3. Now, a little bit more complicated, but it does incredible things, and you can produce videos where companies would charge you thousands to do the same kind of thing. And my favorite software, imagine if you've got a PowerPoint presentation, or if you want to capture anything on your laptop or your computer, go to a company called TechSmith, T-E-C-H-S-M-I-T-H, and they've got some software called Camtasia that does screen capture, uh, and it's absolutely wonderful, and it works for Mac and PC. So those are some of the things that I use to produce my videos. That's, that's, that's great. I mean, we, had a, we had a guest, Terry Brock, on the show, who you, I'm sure you know well. Terry's my brother from another mother. I've got a house in um, Orlando, and he lives just down the road from me. He's a fabulous chap, and he was uh, talking to us about Camtasia and things like that as well. Um, great, great. So that, that's uh, very, very uh, helpful there, I think. Um, some, uh, some Well, taking out a notebook and making some notes on some of this stuff or listening back to the recording because there's so much uh, content in here, Frank. Thank you. Now, right. now what, about, what about your views on things like uh, e-books and tips booklets? Now, again, you see, I think everyone is a fountain of information because if, if you've got information, it doesn't matter what your business is. If you speak on leadership, uh, if you're a business doing fixing up uh, air conditioners, people want to know how to fix air conditioners. So you can write uh, a lot of articles, but then again, think about it. If you can write it, you can record it. If you can record it, you can video it. Video it, you can put it onto a DVD. You can sell that content. But getting back to writing it, if you've written a lot of articles, why not put those into an ebook? Now, anybody, most people would love to write a book. And if you've got some great content on there, an ebook is easy to write. Uh, go and look up a guy called Dan Pointer, P-O-Y-N-T-E-R, at parapublishing.com. He's a friend of mine, and he's one of the world's top authorities on writing, and he gives away a ton of free information, parapublishing.com. Now, once you've got an ebook, you can sell it on Smashwords, um, or you can sell it on your own website, or my favorite is going to a place called ClickBank. Now, ClickBank is where you can sell other people's ebooks, or you can get other people to sell yours. Here's an example. One of my books is called How to Find New Business and Clients. Uh, as an ebook, I sell it for $27, and putting it onto ClickBank, I offer anyone that sells it for me, they get a commission of $20. So here I now have an army of people all over the place selling that book. I'm making $7 on each one, but it's a downloadable book. I don't care, but equally, I can sell other people's books as well. So if I find 10 other books on sales, I can sell those and I'm making $20 on each of those. So ebooks are absolutely fantastic. Now, that same book, I've had it printed and I've got one book that has been published and it's great to get a book published, but very difficult. Self-published are easy to do. You can go to places like Lightning Source. Uh, I use a company called Lulu.com. And the great thing about this is there's no big upfront costs. 
you only need to buy one book or ten or a thousand. The great thing is your, your cost is the cost of one book. So mine is like $3.50 for a book. I sell it for $12. So that same book now, again, everything I'm speaking about has a huge life. So now you've got a book. It's an e-book. It's also a printed book sold by Lulu. And then again, think of a mini version of that book. And this is a booklet. So I may take just 10 pages of that and just put some great content, put it into a booklet that I sell for $5 or I give it away. Now, remember, a book, an ebook, or a booklet is your best calling card anywhere because it's, it's, it establishes you as an expert in whatever you're doing. Think about the old color brochures. Anyone gives you a color brochure, where does it go? It goes straight into the bin. What about taking that same information? Let's say I've got a product range and I'm selling uh, laptops or whatever. I can put every laptop, I can put that into an ebook that people can download. And by the way, if you want to get something where people can actually page through a book on your website, go to another website called issue.com, I-S-S-U-U.com. And you can put your book on there that people can read. Now, again, if you go to my website, frankfurness.com, on the very first page, you'll see all of my talks and you can page through it. And that was done with issue and the cost of it free. Now, again, think about those little booklets over there. Make them about 10 pages. They're a small, small little booklet over there, but with lots of information that sets you up as the expert and have titles like Easy Ways or Secrets of five biggest mistakes, top 10 tips, something that will grab someone's attention and get them to read it. So, again, what we're talking about here is information. Everybody is a fountain of information, and it's how you get it out there to the people that are looking to what you can provide them with. Well, so I know um, you, you, uh, sort of analyzing what your competitors are doing online is something that um, you see as being very important. How best do you do that? Okay, again, great question there, Chris, and uh, I, I love your show and what you're doing. Uh, you do a great job. Okay. Now, how do you analyze what your competitors are doing? So let's say I'm, I, I, I want to now optimize myself as a social media speaker. So I'll go to Google, I'll type in social media speaker, and I'll see who comes up on the first page of Google. These are really my competitors. So if I want to see why they're getting up there, I use a free piece of software called SEO Quake, as in earthquake. So SEO Quake, what that does, it installs an extra toolbar onto uh, any of my search engines. Now I can have a look at all of those competitors on that first page. It will tell me who they're linking to, who's linking back to them, what are the keywords they're using. Really, I'm, I'm seeing it from Google's point of view, uh, and it's, it's such a great tool, and it's free. Again, if I want to see what my competitors are doing, We've got to have Google Alerts, and I think most people listening will know what a Google Alert is, but it's really finding out what people are saying. You've got to do a Google Alert on your own company to find out what people are saying about you, but I also do it on all of my competitors. I want to find out, uh, say, one of my businesses, business card scanners, is somebody having a special or are they undercutting me for that week? So I do Google Alerts on all of my competitors, but my favorite one is a little tool called Alert. So this is like Google Alerts for Twitter. Again, it's a free website you go to, and I use this to see what my competitors are doing, but also to find out what business there is out there for me. 
Now, think about this. IBM are using this to generate millions in new business. They have a team that are active out there. So let's say somebody's typing in uh, or tweeting, I've got problems with my networking, my computer's slow. This is being monitored. And then people from IBM start to have conversations with them. They start to pre-qualify them, then pass it on to the sales team, and they start to get new business. So Twilight is fantastic. For me as a speaker, if people are looking for a speaker, they type in call for speakers. So once a week, I get at least 10 leads from that, and I can see what my competitors are doing. And the other thing, I love this site. It's called Yasni. I-A-S-N-I. Uh, Yasni, I can go and type in the name of any other speaker, any other competitor, and it will bring up everything on the Internet, every video, any audio, every article that's been written about them. But also think about this in a sales situation. I'm going to go out and see a new client. I'll type in their name into Yasni. Before I go and see them, I'll know everything about that person that's ever been put onto the Internet. Who is their favorite football team? How many children have they got? What interests have they got? Now when I go in and see them, I know way, way more than anyone else. Awesome. So that's I-A-S-N-I, did you say? Uh, Y-A-S-N-I. Yasni. Y-A-S-N-I. Yeah, and the other one is Twilert. T-W-I-L-E-R-T. Great. And, and, I mean, do you actively... Um, and by the way, we're going to um, skip the commercial break. This is too interesting for a commercial break. <laughs> um, so we're going to have we've got about another sort of eight, eight minutes, something like that. Um, so we can keep on talking, which is great. So um, uh, how much time, again, do you spend, I mean, using these tools? Is it something that you actively look at once a week or just as and when? I, I sort of do it as and when. I'll try and actively do it once a week for a couple of hours. But whenever I've got a gap, uh, then I'll just sit and do it. And again, for me, uh, most of my time is traveling the world speaking. So when I get back home, uh, my favorite time is sitting from about 8 at night till 1 in the morning, and that's when I can really get my head into it. I don't have any phone calls. I don't have any distractions. So it's when it works best for you. Do you ever sleep, Frank? Uh, I do. i tell you what, uh, one of my big things is I like to take lots and lots of holidays. So last week I had, uh, last year I had 17 weeks holiday. This year I'm planning 10 weeks. When I work, I work like a Trojan. But when I holiday, uh, I also, I know how to holiday and party real hard. <laughs> I, I like that, I like that strategy. <laughs> um, how, how best do you use social networking, um, for, Social networking, social media for, for profit. I mean, how, how, what's the best ways to do it? Okay, so let me give you an idea. If you've got a business selling a product or a service or something, start with a video. That's my, normally my starting point. So um, I'd make a website firstly selling that product or service. And by the way, with websites as well, have lots and lots of mini, mini sites because my own website, Frank Furness, is absolutely fantastic. Problem is, I'm trying to sell too much. I'm selling speaking, training, coaching, consultancy, hundreds of products. People come in, they get confused, and they leave again. So I have a lot of mini sites with just problem, solution, action. So let's take one of my sites again. Uh, let's say selling uh, a zoom lens for an iPhone. I'd make a website for that. It's a one-page website. It's not going to be optimized by Google because there's not much information. But I'd make a video, and I would review that product. 
and I'd, I'd send it out to a couple of my clients, give it to them for free in return for making some video reviews. So I get a lot of reviews, put those up on to YouTube. I then do also a lot of explanations and going through products or services, videoing them. So I get a lot of those videos from that one product or service. So that's up there now. I get it optimized, as I've spoken about before, to get it viewed with YouTube. Then I start to share it on all of the social networks. So I go to Twitter and I say, here's my latest review on an iPhone Zoom lens. And I'd have the link there for them. I do the same thing with Facebook. I go there. So what I'm doing is I'm getting all of the social networking sites to drive the traffic to that video. People then watch the video. Remember, at the end of the video, I have a call to action where that sends people then to the website. People then have a look at the website. Again, problem, solution, action. And that ends up in a sale. Now, one of the things I've done, Chris, is a lot of people ask me about all of the social media and what I'm doing. And we've actually put a course together, a guy called Ian Rich and I. I uh, went to my place in Orlando and we spent about two weeks. So for any listeners, take a look at a website called technologytoolsforbusiness.com. A lot of what I'm talking about now is in that technologytoolsforbusiness.com. We've got 40 audios, 33 videos. We've got 19 ebooks that we've written. Think about that, 19 books we've written and five pieces of software that really goes into it in a lot more detail. Wow. Sound, sounds good. Sounds good, Frank. Now, now before we um, close, we've probably got about um, sort of three minutes, something like that. Um, what's what's your thoughts on effectively using LinkedIn, Twitter? I've talked quite a bit about YouTube um, and Facebook. How, how do you best use those? Well, again, think about LinkedIn. LinkedIn for me is an incredible tool. The first thing you've got to do is get a great photograph. I mean, it's so weird when I go in and see someone holding their cat, and I just think, you know, you're going to go to the local chamber of commerce holding your cat. This is your professional introduction. The other thing you've got to do is get those keywords. I mean, there's 10 different places where you can get that key phrase on to LinkedIn. Instead of just writing CEO of XYZ, rather put in that key phrase, accountants in Denver dash CEO. There you've got that key phrase in. Also, you can join up to 50 groups with LinkedIn. Most people don't even know that. Uh, if you've got 50 groups, uh, so I, I belong to 50 groups. I've got about a million people that belong to those groups. I could get a message out to a million people. And then also thinking about the things like TripIt. I use TripIt to, to tell people where I am. People connect and they say, listen, we see you're in China. Let's get together. So LinkedIn, there's some great things you can do there. Twitter. Twitter, remember to follow your top 10 clients, your top 10 competitors, Use Twilert, see what's being said about you or your company. Those are the best ways to use Twitter. And then Facebook, um, there are some great apps. So again, depending on your business, if you're a restaurant, there are places where you can get your menu. There's so many things you can do with Facebook, but remember to separate them. Have your personal Facebook and then have your business Facebook. A lot of people try to combine them. I think you should keep them separate. The one is for me and my mates. The other one is for my business people. Right. And, and that is always the ch is a challenge, isn't it? If you, with you, I, I, but personally, my personal one actually, uh, I let anybody join, but I'm just reserved about what I put on it um, as a consequence, I guess. Um, it's a, an interesting one. So you, you always keep that personally for friends, and you've got a, a separate business one. How do you get around the thing you know, with the business one? It works on likes, doesn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, if you've got great content, you're going to get people to like it. And you can drive people there again with Twitter and you can drive them there with YouTube. So again, remember, it's, it's almost going in a circle where you're driving people from the one site to the other. So I can do a great little video and say, well, why not go and like me and I'll be sending you new information or reward them if they've got, uh, if they click a like, give them a free little ebook or a white paper. Think about Facebook as well. Is I get a lot of photographs up onto Facebook and Flickr, and most people don't rename their photographs. I mean, if you go to most websites and you hover over it, it'll say JPEG123. So before you put any photos onto Flickr, Facebook, on your website, rename it. And a great little thing most people don't know, right-click on the photograph, go Property Details, and it allows you to put in tags, keywords, and links back to your website. Wow. Very good. So, so, so we're sort of drawing to a close now. And I wonder, you know, out of all of this, um, what are the key messages that you'd really like to, to leave people with, Frank? I think my, my key message really is that the choice is not whether you do it or not. It's how well you do it. It's there for the future. Um, you've got to get into it and you've got to do a couple of things. You've got to go and find a, a local propeller head or you can outsource it. There's some great places where you can outsource the, the business. If you go to places like guru.com or elance, E-L-A-N-C-E.com, go and take a look at my website. Uh, also have a look at the company that developed it, Advenzia, A-D-V-E-N-Z-I-A.com. See what they've done and take a look at technology tools for business. But my biggest message is you've got to get in the game because this is the thing for the future. Uh, <clears throat> absolutely right. You, and you lose you lose touch, don't you? If you don't get in the game, it's, it's kind of cumulative. It builds, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, you've got to be doing it constantly, Chris. It's not you do it now and you leave it for a month and you do it again. You've got to be doing it on a constant basis. Frank, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. I've found the content and the things that you've shared uh, to be um, hugely valuable. So I really appreciate your time. hope you've enjoyed being with us. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Chris. Great being on the show. You're very welcome. And, and uh, for people to find out more, you've mentioned a few sites, um, but frankfurness.com. That's, uh, that's spelled Furness, isn't it? F-U-R-N-E-S-S.com. That's it. And then also uh, they can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. So please follow me. I'll get some great content up there. I'm always adding new ideas. Any new ideas I find, I'm always sharing with everyone. Fantastic. And if you've got any questions or feedback, please send it to chris at bemorechivemore.com or you can leave um, um, notes on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash bemorechivemore. Um, next week's show, we have um, um, Adrian Lawler and Tim Dingle. Um, and it's going to be great fun, I'm sure. Um, Adrienne is um, a BBC and ITV news anchor, uh, so Sky news anchor and radio broadcaster. And Tim Dungle is a very inspirational intellectual developer of people. He's an author. He's a comedian. And they're going to be talking to me about the importance of looking on the bright side of business and life. So uh, do join us again next week. And uh, um, Frank Furness, thank you very much again. Thanks so much, Chris. We thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. 
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com.